This is Packer and Durham on ACCN and Sirius XM Channel 371. 844 say ACCN. Your thoughts on the schedules. We're going to get to these champions. But Ray in North Carolina is here to confirm, as I said a moment ago. Ray, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Ray, where are you calling from? From Raleigh. That a boy. All right, Pack. Ray, what do you know about Kenny Mann and Liquid Pleasure? <laughs> uh, they're still alive and kicking. They actually played at my son's prom on Friday night. Oh, they played your son's prom. Where's your son? Where's your they son did. go to school there, Ray? Uh, I'm not going to say, but it's a private school in Raleigh. There you go. Wow. They have they it. played the prom this weekend. They did. They? All absolute. And were they good, Ray? Uh, my son loved them. They actually played the prom last year, too. Oh. Return engagement. I Look, I'm telling they, you. Uh, they're, they're, they're a big hit, brother. There you go. Thank you, Ray. Nobody. Appreciate that. Nobody. Does the prom better than Liquid Pleasure? Why say you haven't seen them? Uh, no, just what Ray said they, they did it day. a year ago, D- big time. They do your prom? No, <laughs> they've done other events in my life. Um, Kenny Mann did, did a prom. Kenny Mann. They played a prom is, this weekend. Uh, Kenny is a native of Chapel Hill. Yeah, his dad was the. Uh, Head guy at the Rascaler. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Great guy. Kenny was one of the best. Yeah, we, you know, you might be on to something here, Wes. Uh, do I want to take Will? I know Will is holding. Sure. Bring to on confirm, Will. Kenny Manning. Oh, oh, Will hung up after you heard Rayo. Oh, so thanks, man. Will. Appreciate your call. Was Will going to talk about the band? Huh? Huh. No, exactly. Maybe, right. maybe Will needed Ray's number to line up next week's prom. See. Part of the tour. Unbelievable. All right. How did they ever get to Elon? I mean, there's a lot of proms going on this time of year. I, I'm sure they've done Elon. They didn't do Elon. You think when they I was did the school. old steeplechase here at Tanglewood? Oh, they've done some stuff now. They did the Esquire. Uh, they did the Esquire Top 100 party in New York one year. Really? Yeah. They were able to squeeze that in, huh? <laughs> You're terrible. I'm not terrible. I'm trying to learn about your um, magical band over here. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Kenny Man, Liquid Pleasure. I just got in my ear that Will said that they're playing a strawberry festival. That'd be about right. They performed uptown at the ACC Football Championship um, the year we first did the Legends. Oh, is that right? Yeah. How did we miss that? I didn't. I walked oh, down. You went, and, I went down and well, saw you did, some. You of didn't it. say, "Hey, Pack, you need to come." You never even not once offered it. No, we walked down and saw Vicky and I walked down and saw him. Yeah, I, I know. I heard you, but yeah. you didn't hear what I said. Well, you were at the house. You were here. What do you mean I was at the house? I couldn't walk down if you said, "Hey, Pack, you need to see this band. They play the best oh, prom, strawberry festivals, Elon." They play some places now. I, I right. just named three of them: I know Strawberry you. Festival, Proms, and Elon. Yeah. That I know of. I'm sure Because I've never seen them. They're really good. That's what you keep telling me. Yeah. All right. Uh, By the way, what's the, ever been to a strawberry festival? I'm just asking. No. Because I picked some up at the market this weekend. How'd that go? South Carolina strawberries are the best in the world. Okay. Phenomenal. I love going to markets. Yeah. I do. Yeah. 
You can go to go some in Italy. I am. I know. That's where you get like the pastas and all the wine and all the other things there too. And gold at markets in Italy. <laughs> right? You better get on and to leather. Some, didn't you, you buy your bag in I, Italy? I did. I yeah. went to a leather factory. Ooh, had a personal hey, tour. Hey, oh, okay. I asked them about liquid pleasure. You know what they said to me? <laughs> they were here for no. the proms. The prom. No. 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 Uh, you've been working on your Italian. Friday, will you give us something in Italian I will. before you leave? Okay, good. I will give you, i tell you what, I'll give it to you right now. Oh, God. One of my favorite interviews that involves an Lamar ACC Jackson. fan was Lamar Jackson, Heisman Trophy winner from Louisville. Oh. And I asked him years ago, I said, Lamar, man, what's the hardest class you did? And this, how this, that question to Lamar spurred on our question on our show. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, oh, man, Spanish. Wouldn't you know it? He said, Spanish. I said, you don't know Spanish for you? Oh, man, it's so hard. And he was hilarious to talk to. So when we got done talking about football and everything else, mm-hmm. he got up, and as he walked away, he looked at me right in the eye and went, ciao. I said, no wonder why you're terrible in Spanish. You can't, can't, you can't give me chow on your way out and just tell me Spanish is killing me and give me a little Italian on the way out. Chow. I'll give you some. Okay, leave Friday. it there. Yeah, have it. Uh, let's get to the champions of the weekend. Please. Let's start in Pittsburgh where Florida State captured the ACC softball championship. The Knowles did it by rallying to beat Clemson 8-6. They had to rally to beat Duke, and then they did return the favor against the Tigers. Yeah, Sidney Sherrill had a big hit in the Duke win. Uh, Kaylee Harding, the home run here, and the rest is history for Lonnie Almeida and the Knowles. So good. Oh, phenomenal. And for John Rittman's crowd, listen, man, this is just starting, right? They get a chance to host for the first time ever, along with uh, Virginia Tech and Duke. Those are all first-timers. But Florida State's been a standard in this league for a long, long time, and there's a reason for it. Yep. And uh, congratulations to Lonnie and her team. They are the number two national seed behind Oklahoma. Uh, In the bracket announced last night, Florida State will play Howard, Mississippi State, South Florida, also in the Tallahassee Regional. Clemson is the number 10 national seed. Uh, They will host for the first time, as you said earlier. Against UNC Wilmington. Virginia Tech's a three seed. Yep. Auburn and Louisiana in their bracket. Virginia Tech, first-time host. St. Francis of PA, their opponent. Kentucky, Miami of Ohio on the other side. Duke is the 12 seed, hosting for the first first time. time. Yep. UMBC in town. Liberty, Georgia. And Liberty in Georgia. And then Georgia Tech is in the Florida bracket. Notre Dame is in the Northwestern And for Georgia Tech, as I mentioned earlier, first time they're in the NCAA tournament since 2012. So congratulations. And Notre Dame sees their old buddy, Northwestern. So six ACC teams in the NCAA tournament. The league is loaded and deep. And like I said, I expect a couple to make it to Oklahoma City. Yeah. So there you go. We're hoping for that. Uh, Virginia won the rowing championship. B.B. Van Ingen was with us earlier in the show. As predicted. The uh, <laughs> coxswain of the Cavaliers. Why do you laugh when I say that? Because you, you, have, you have taken over. You have become the voice of authority I kind of feel like I, I should have a Virginia. Now, look how beautiful this is. I mean, seriously. Who's got it better than the rowers? Right. Man? Crew and rowing is just cool. Yeah. Just cool. I think it's great. Yep. I kind of feel like I deserve a, a Virginia rowing sweatshirt or T-shirt, don't you? I kind of feel like I've uh, look, at, look at the boat out there at the uh, finish line. I told Dan Radakovich when he was at Clemson before he left for Miami, I wanted to get on one of those bad boys, and he uh, refused. Probably a good idea on Dan's part. 
from a legal perspective. To get out of town. Or, yeah, to yeah. get out of town and make sure I don't get on one of those uh, things. Virginia gets the automatic bid to the national championship, which is uh, May 27th through 29th at Nathan, Nathan Benderson Park in Sarasota. Kevin Sauer, who was a cameo drive-by in our visit with Vivi, yep. uh, was the ACC Coach of the Year. The crew of the year was the Virginia Varsity 8, of which uh, Vivi is the coxswain. So there you go. Uh, Virginia bested Syracuse by 15 points. Duke by 16 points. Clemson finished fourth. Miami, Louisville, Notre Dame, BC, Carolina follows. We throw the Pac-Man rowing, rowing rankings on there. They're accurate, more so than FPI, FBI, ABC, CAT, and all the other well, stuff. Well, here we they are. Here they are. Yeah, here they are. This is the final, by the way. Final. Oh, this is it. Yeah, there's no I – mean, okay. There's no need to move on. Right. Next year, I'll give you the next ones. But uh, Virginia <laughs> 1, Syracuse 2, Duke 3, Clemson 4, Miami 5, Louisville, Notre Dame, BC, North Carolina. And the uh, 10 spot this week is uh, Phil Mickelson's PGA title defense, which if you have not heard, uh, he will not be there. He will no, not be defending. Not going so to be able to make it to Tulsa. Yeah, hashtag not going to be able to make it. Yeah. And so, Phil, you are 10th this week in the rowing rankings. So sit on your rear end and go backwards, Phil. That would be all you. That's all Number you 10. need. There you go. Um, Florida State's men and Miami's women captured track and field championships yep. uh, for the ACC. Uh, Florida State men had a four-point lead going into the final day. Pull away. Four runners had gold medals. Uh, that helped spark the victory for Florida State. Miami entered Saturday in the middle of the pack. Uh, consistent showings across the board. Uh, they got a gold in the discus and also the 400 meters got Miami to the uh, conference championship in women's track and field. So uh, our congratulations. The ACC men's outdoor title for Florida State is their second straight, their 14th overall, uh, 12th under Bob Brayman, and Miami's fourth women's outdoor championship, all of which have been under Amy Deem's administration as their head coach. So congratulations to them. I need to get Amy on the show. I don't believe we've had her on the uh, program yet. She's down there just kicking everybody's rear end. Yep. Uh, three women's teams, by the way, advanced to the uh, quarterfinals of the NCAA tournament on that deal. So there you go. Like it. Championship, rather. Uh, oh, that's in lacrosse because we said Virginia – Got beat by Carolina twenty-four to two. Syracuse beat Princeton thirteen to nine. Here's the how, how you doing on the reading on this? I'm Pretty doing good. All right. Yeah. You got and liquid pleasure fever. Boston, Boston College so, beat Denver that, thirteen you, to eight. You humming a tune in the back of your head and you're kind of losing focus here and a little you bit. You see where Duke lost to Maryland nineteen to six. There you have it. You got it. Mm -hmm. Got it. Charlotte North four goals five points for BC to become the NCAA's all-time leader in goals. By the way. How's that? I'm ready for a little softball conversation. Get ready, because Kaylee Harding is next on this program as uh, we look ahead to where Florida State and the six ACC teams are headed in the NCAA tournament. The MVP of the event in Pittsburgh, Kaylee Harding, joins us next on Packer and Durham. The Packer and Durham Podcast. This is the Packer and Durham Podcast. Can Liquid Pleasure play that right there? Uh-huh. Oh, they can? Oh, yeah. They played it first, probably, right? Sure, yeah. Strawberry Festival, proms, Elon College. <laughs> and now you were telling me they were walking through the Bellagio in Vegas playing? Mirage. They oh, the Mirage. Vegas at the Mirage, yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I learned something with you every day. 
Something new with you every day. So these guys are the real deal. Uh, apparently so. What have I been missing? I don't know. It's time to do a little softball. Yeah, it is. Time to go down to Tallahassee, Absolutely. home of the ACC champions. Yep. Let's get on it. Kaylee Harding joins us from Tallahassee this morning. Uh, the most valuable player of the Atlantic Coast Conference Softball Championship. Good morning, Kaylee. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys? We're great. So go in as the three seed. A lot of people are thinking, well, Florida State, no, no, no. And you guys just went in and took care of business. What was the big key this weekend? Um, To just have fun and play our game. I mean, I think that's when we have our most success is when we just – let it all out on the field and just play our game. You know what, Kaylee? You know, you got a big lead on Duke. Here they come. Blue Devils are awfully good. They won it all last year in the ACC. You find a way to win late. Yesterday, showdown with Clemson. You swept them earlier. Guess what? They got the lead. It's kind of getting late in the game, sixth inning. Here comes Florida State. What is it about that championship DNA that Lonnie and your team has? I mean, because you guys, I, I kidded around with you beforehand, you just win, win, win. What is it about that championship DNA at Florida State? Yeah, I mean, Coach does great. Um, we love Coach. Um, I think we just have fight. Um, we just go on from first pitch to last, um, try our best to execute, execute swings, execute pitches, um, just do whatever it takes to win ball games. Do you get nervous, though, or is it just getting to be, like, commonplace? That, hey, you kept, you've been catching everybody's best shot for a long, long time, and, again, here's the, the biggest moment in the ACC, and it just seemed like, hey, there was never going to be a doubt. We'll find a way to win the game. You guys do it so often. They make it look, make it look routine. I know it's not. Yeah, I mean, I think that's our motto, too, just find a way, find a way to win games, find a way to get on base, find a way to do everything. Um, and we just run with it. Um, I think I'm sure I'm more nervous to be talking to you guys this morning. Oh, oh stop. <laughs> Come on. But, but um, it, def- it definitely helps a lot. All right. So these games with the way the momentum shift occurs and, you know, rallying to beat Clemson, uh, kind of holding off Duke. I mean, where do you build from that? I mean, because this is a program that has had success, been to Oklahoma City, understands what winning the national title is about. Uh, you mentioned the coaches. you got great leadership there. Uh, you've got a veteran player in Sidney Sherrill who's seemingly done it all. So when you get in moments like that, is there a calmness about your team? I definitely think we're pretty. we're a pretty calm team. Um, Sydney's done it all, so – Um, We love playing behind her. We do well behind her. She's a great leader on this team. And I know she wants to go back to Oklahoma, so (laughs) she preaches that a lot. Um, And so we we love playing behind her. We love listening to her. Um, She has everything great to say. Um, Another leader, Devin Flaherty, um, Mm -hmm. Kat Sandercock. I mean, returners on the team we've that have had, like, great success in this program. So it's really easy to play behind them. And it's uh, they're, they're very calming. All right. Now, what's not calming is hitting balls over the wall. You hit three of them over the weekend. Uh, brings your total to 15 on the season. Uh, was this just you finding the groove in Pittsburgh? Was there something about the ballpark, something about the pitching? I mean, what led to the three home runs? That's When you hit one-fifth of your home run total in a weekend, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think it is just finding a groove, just – Finding my swing at the right time. 
Hopefully, hopefully I still have some left in the tank for postseason, but I definitely think it's just a groove. Yeah, you guess. By the way, speaking of a groove, I don't spend a whole lot of time on Instagram, but I did this weekend. Uh, I tell you what, your dugout had a groove, right? I, I, was, I saw people dancing. I was like, man, what are these Florida State ladies now? They're rocking and rolling, man. What's going on in the dugout? Holy mackerel, the dance moves and everything else going on. It's almost like a softball game was going to get in the way. Oh, yeah. We have fun. We have fun here. Um, I could definitely say that. My, it's actually my roommate, my roommate, um, Dion Riggs. She's great. She has so much fun on and off the field. She's, she's showing her dance moves, which she shows here all the time. So we love it. Um, the whole team just loves to have fun. Kelly, it looked like she got surprised. I, I couldn't tell, but it, it looked like she caught herself afterwards and she was pointing to the camera thinking, oh, no, this, this is being recorded. And I mean, I, I almost watched it five or ten times just laughing because, you know, sometimes, you know, we all do stupid stuff. We're cutting up and you're hoping nobody else is watching you. But it was like everybody was watching, but she was getting down now. She was doing she was having a blast. No, she was. She does that stuff all the time, but we finally caught her on camera, so it was great. <laughs> I um, love it. Kaylee, I'm going to ask you to prospect here. Uh, you know, this is a league that is kind of setting some bars here for the first time. I mean, you got Virginia Tech, Clemson, and Duke are going to host for the first time. You guys are a standard. <laughs> uh, these other teams have done a terrific job of trying to match what you guys have had. Georgia Tech goes back for the first time in a decade. Notre Dame's in this event. How do you think this league is going to do in the NCAA tournament? Um, I definitely think the ACC is going to make a great run. I mean, Virginia Tech's a great team. Clemson, everybody else. Like, the ACC is growing, and the ACC is growing rapidly. I mean, we're we're making a name for ourselves, I guess. Um, I definitely think that Virginia Tech's going to be – um, one team to make it to all the way. I mean, they have great pitching. They can hit. They can do it all. Um, Clemson, they're making a great run for themselves at the right time. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, um, Georgia Tech can go down to Gainesville and make us most happy for sure. I love it. Uh, by the way, um, you know, it's one thing to win the ACC again. And you've won a national championship at Florida State. Lonnie has. Uh, is there a different pressure? I mean, you talk about all the fun that you're having in the dugout and you got great teammates in that championship DNA. Is there a pressure, though, when you go to play now that we get to the NCAA tournament? Or is it just, hey, business as usual? We're just here to have a good time and we know we're going to go out and make enough plays and win games. Now, what's the pressure like now as we get into the ultimate level? I mean, I definitely think postseason has its own like pressure, but we – we're going to try our best to stay one pitch mind minded um, just to go out there and have fun. I mean, that's how we win ball games when we're having fun. So hmm. we're going to try our best to just go out and just leave it all on the field. Kaylee, as much fun as you're having during a game, how do you guys have fun away from the game? <laughs> <laughs> um, we were in Pittsburgh for a little while, so we – Went to the Dodgers and Pirates game. Um, wow. A few of us from the cities. We go on ice cream walks all the time. I know some, I'm not a coffee drinker, but we have coffee walks. Um, we we gel so well as a team, so we have so much fun off so the field the, as well. 
So I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, first of all, hopefully you saw the Dodgers lose and give America a smile on their face. Uh, the ice, <laughs> the ice cream walk. Uh, what was our flavor du jour in Pittsburgh? Um, this place called Millie's was really great. Um, they have a lot of flavors. Last year, I messed up and got a flavor called lavender, and the whole team will not let me live it down. Um, but I went with cookie dough this time oh you can't whoa, go whoa, wrong whoa, with cookie dough on, now that's lavender. classic wait what what was lavender ice cream I'm, I'm almost afraid to ask no i know i don't know why i got it just trying to be different but it literally tasted like the scent like it's weird <laughs> it literally tasted like the scent of lavender and it was <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> ah, i love it so kaylee harding and the lavender ice cream pack coming to a uh something new coming to a store near you something new um, so being at home this week, what does that mean? What's the value of playing in your own ballpark? I mean, it's great. We're super excited. Um, we've worked, this is what we worked for. We've worked hard all season long for the opportunity to be sleeping in our beds and playing in front of the Noel fans, um, for postseason. They bring it, um, they bring it for Wednesday games, Thursday games. So I can only imagine how this postseason is going to go a hundred percent capacity this time. Oh, it'll be rocking. There's no doubt about that. By the way, where's the uh, ice cream walk in Tallahassee? What's the go-to and what's the flavor? Um, I mean, I'm I'm cool off of Dairy, Dairy Queen or Brewster's or whatever. I'm a simple girl. I like um, Oreo, cookie dough, whatever. By the way, have uh, we got a little name, image, and likeness with Dairy Queen? <laughs> Maybe so. Oh. I love ice cream, so. Uh, I mean, you know, if they're paying attention down there, it seems like that would be a natural fit. I mean, you're talking about, you know, the ACC champs going on ice cream walks when you hit the road down there in Tallahassee. Like you said, I know Dairy Queen's got some bucks. That might be right down your alley. Definitely is right down my alley. Uh, we're going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna sell that right now on the air. So if some folks down there, hey, Dairy Queen, listen to me. Hey, Dairy Queen in Tallahassee, you need to come off the hip. Got the ACC champs right there. These women love their ice cream. That sounds like a natural fit right there. Perfecto. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I like it. All right, before we let you go, though. Here it is. Here's the hardest question you're going to get. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. Since you've been at Florida State, no matter how many pounds of cookie dough ice cream you put away in your illustrious career at Florida State, what has been your hardest class? Oh. Well, I recently changed my major. I was a science major, so I definitely think general chemistry, too, is my hardest class. Um, it brought tears to my eyes, like, every week, so I, I definitely have to say that one. I'm, hey, that was a good move. That was a smart move getting out of chemistry. Yeah. Man, you got to really yeah. – you either, either got to get it or love it because you just can't be somewhat with it. Chemistry will wear you out now. That's no joke. It, it did, for sure. Yeah. Kaylee Harding, congratulations on the MVP award. Good luck this week. We look forward to following you guys a long way. And good luck with Dairy Queen. I hope that something comes your way with that. All right? I want a free Thank scoop. You. I want a free scoop once you get the deal done, all right? I got you guys. Thank all you, guys. Right. Kaylee good luck Harding, to you. Florida State. Terrific player and Thank you. Uh, fun to visit with. You bet. Have a great week. Uh, <laughs> when too. we come back, Dana Boyle is going to join us. Quick reminder, though. Final weekend of ACC baseball is upon us, so we're going to load you up. Presented by Auto Owners Insurance, Friday afternoon, 4 o'clock. We'll send you to Jim Patterson Stadium in the Ville for the Cards and Cavaliers. 
And then roughly three hours later, Notre Dame visits Miami. Tell Final weekend of the regular season. Miami and Virginia Tech tied in the loss column in the Coastal. Notre Dame is 15-9 in the Atlantic. Louisville 16-10 and 1. Yeah. I told you that tie is going to come back to be a haunt. Look at that right there. Louisville's got Virginia. Notre Dame's got Miami. Those are big, big series this week. And we get the regular season finale started right here. Double Dip on Friday presented by Auto Insurance on ACC Network and streaming live on the ESPN app. We will chronicle the weekend in women's lacrosse with Dana Boyle. Charlotte North does Charlotte North things. And Carolina put two dozen on the board against Virginia. We've got three in the quarterfinals. We'll cover it next. Packer and Durham. Here's Mark Packer and Wes Durham. Packer and Durham on a Monday, 844-SAY-ACCN, the number for the program. By the way, we're not going to be able to get all the people that have called in about Liquid Pleasure on the show. Just saying. Got a turnip festival. We're going to see if I get a band in here. Wrong, wrong. All right, off to Virginia we go. Dana Boyle is here. Uh, to crack uh, crack the code on women's lacrosse. Ask Dana if she's seen the band. Dana, you ever seen Liquid Pleasure? I can't say that I have. Right. Ever, ever heard of Liquid Pleasure, the band? Have not. Okay. Same here. Well, we all got aspire to higher ground, Dana. Just remember that. Dana and um, I are on the same page again. Okay. Well, here's I'm going to ask the question Packer's going to ask you. 24 to 2? Dana. What? Carolina scores 24 on Virginia's two? That's two more than me and Packer, and we didn't play. I know, I know. As an analyst, Carolina's fantastic, but like taking the analyst hat off and putting on the alum hat, I'm a little disappointed um, in Virginia's performance. Now, did I think that they would go to Chapel Hill and shock the world? I did not, but I think you got to play with a little bit more pride. Only two goals? Two. Two. That is unacceptable as an alumni and i really hope that they reevaluate and do better next year danny here's the good news uh i had a bet with our boss aaron katzman that if north carolina (laughs) beat virginia by more than 20 he had to give you packer and durham gear that was the bet so how'd he do got some (laughs) secret closet I think he was uh, annoyed that I kept talking about it on TV. So he finally was like, we got to get her to stop talking about it. So I'm just going to send her a swag bag. But I appreciate it. It worked. Well, well, first of all, I appreciate you uh, talking it up. We we have mentioned that ESPN has blown a really huge revenue stream by not having Packer and Durham merchandise. And the fact, I know there's a warehouse full of stuff somewhere near Bristol. (laughs) So I'm just glad that Katzman finally was able to supply you with the necessary gear moving forward. But North Carolina, back to a serious note. North Carolina, we knew they were the team to beat. I mean, they basically made another statement, though, didn't they? I mean, I mentioned to Wes, he talked about all the people that scored. We know about Jamie Ortega and everything else. But, I mean, the 24 is impressive, but the 2 is really impressive. Yeah. And Taylor Moreno, who is so good and so much fun to talk to anyhow, I mean, North Carolina is no joke. I mean, this is the team to beat moving forward, isn't it? 
Yeah, North Carolina, they're incredible. They went on a 13-0 run offensively, and I love that many different players got involved on the offensive end, like Jamie Ortega, but it wasn't just the Jamie Ortega show, which I think makes Carolina so strong. But you said it, Pac. Defensively, to me, I look at that game, watching it back, and I had to turn it off after halftime. I, I couldn't watch it, so I rewatched it this morning. Um, Fast-forwarded through some parts that were crushing my soul as a UVA alum, but <laughs> defensively for Virginia, or excuse me, for UNC, that's impressive. You know, I think that defensively, that's a younger unit that we're used to seeing. Yes, you have Emma Trenchard and Emily Knowles, but Brooklyn Walker-Weld, she's a freshman and she's an absolute stud. You got to watch her on defense because her footwork is incredible. So to have that performance defensively, to hold a team in the ACC to two goals, you've got to champion your defense. And that really starts with Taylor Moreno. She's fantastic. She's an awesome lacrosse player, but I would say that she's even a better individual. She's a great human being. She's got a really strong shoe game, too. So look good, play good. Yeah. That, mm. That's a real thing for UNC. Yeah. So um, they dominated Virginia, and, you know, they deserve that dub, and they've got to play Stony Brook, which is a tough opponent. All right, Dana, here's the thing, though, about Jenny's team that I'm always kind of – and this is any team of success who has it over and over again. They've got the inner gear. They've gone and found the inner gear to challenge themselves in addition to preparing for Virginia, Stony Brook, whoever may you know come beyond that. Is that the most – I mean, as up close as you've been with them, the inner gear that exists, is that their most important characteristic now in this event? Absolutely. I mean, I, we joke with Jenny all the time. We have a standing weekly call. I feel like I maybe should reside in Chapel Hill. I go there all the time and I love Chapel Hill. So it's, it works out for me, but you know, that inner gear that they have, they test themselves throughout the season. You know, they play a really strong schedule and they've had some tough travel that has really forced them to, you know, bounce back after some tough games. I know they had some struggle in Pittsburgh getting to and from there. So then they go on the road, then they play at home in the rain, a lot of different conditions. So they're ready for any sort of challenge. And the biggest message that Jenny Levy has preached to her team is how close can we play to a perfect game? And she expects that level of elitism from UNC and they always rise to the challenge. And I think that ACC championship game to me proved a lot. It was all gas, no breaks, and they're just phenomenal and so fun to watch. And you've got to almost play a perfect game as the opponent or else they will expose you to any sort of weakness that you show. Dana, we'll get to Charlotte North and BC in a second, but I thought it was a really good win for Syracuse, right? I mean, this hey, they got a great showdown coming up four against five with Northwestern, but a, a nice win against Princeton. Uh, big picture, is it possible the ACC squeezes three in the final four here? I think so. At the beginning of the season, I said, without a doubt, three teams in the ACC. But Syracuse, they got to play Northwestern. And they lost to Northwestern in overtime, so it'll be a tight matchup. But I'm so proud of Kayla Trainer and all that she's done taking over this program. She's a first-year head coach. She's had a lot of injuries that she's had to deal with, but they have players like a Megan Tyrell who's phenomenal, but then they have a freshman like Olivia Adamson who is coming into her own in the postseason. And when I see something like that with Olivia Adamson, to me, that shows me that a Kayla Trainer, a head coach, is developing her players. And that's a scary thing if you're the opponent when your team is firing on all cylinders in the postseason and you've got a lot of pieces working together. So big win for Syracuse. Well-deserved. They think they struggled in the first half, but second half they came out guns a-blazing and, and that's all you need. But they've got to play a full 60 minutes against Northwestern. All right, so BC beats Denver 13-8, to and Charlotte North has, what, three goals? And, uh, you know, I mean, she gets at least three. She has four. She becomes the NCAA's all-time career leader in goals. I mean, where do we go from here? I mean, they're just <laughs> – we can keep 
effusing all this praise on her, and she continues to deliver. Dana, that's the thing. She's incredible, and she has her own flair and uniqueness to her game that separates her from a lot of other players. And I love watching her play because, yes, she's phenomenal. She finds the back of the net like nobody else. has got a rip of a shot, flamethrower, I like to call it. But she celebrates her other teammates. So that's a coach's dream when you've got a player like Charlotte North who, yes, gets all of the attention and all of the headlines, but she's the champion of her other teammates. And I think that's really important. And you've seen players like... Cassidy Weeks and Holly Schleicher and, you know, Kayla Martello, who have really come alive for this Boston College squad. And she's able to give that confidence to them. And to me, that's dangerous when you're playing a team like Boston College. Yes, it's Charlotte North, but it's not just the Charlotte North show. And that's not the narrative that Coach Acacia Walker-Weinstein really wants to deliver to her team. You know, she expects everybody to step up. But, you know, Charlotte North does take a bit of that brunt and that attention, and it takes attention off some of the other players. So they're not playing with that pressure. So it's a special team, and I'm looking forward to them playing Loyola. Uh, With that said, what do we know about Loyola? What problems do they have for BC? Well, I think Jen Adams is the head coach of Loyola, and she probably is arguably one of the best uh, women's lacrosse players to ever play the game. So it's, you know, Jen Adams was always that conversation, but now you're throwing in players like Jamie Ortega and Charlotte North into the conversation. So Jen Adams is smart. She's a smart coach, and she's got a lot of good players. I think they have a great goalkeeper, and defensively they're going to challenge Boston College. So it'll be a It'll be a fun matchup to watch. All right. Uh, shout out to Lars on the men's side for keeping hope alive in the old ACC, right? I mean, we thought the Ivy might have gotten one too many. Brown had to pay the – somebody had to pay the price pack. And Brown <laughs> was the uh, Brown was the takedown. Uh, but I, I, I'm fascinated by Virginia-Maryland. I am fascinated by just this collision course between these two. I'm a little disappointed that the committee, you know, put them on the same side. I would have loved for them not to meet this early. Uh, But if you know Lars, he's up for any sort of challenge. And he's a pretty inspiring coach with a unique flair for the team. And um, he's a great leader. And I know that he's ready for the challenge. And, you know, Virginia lost to Maryland in the regular season. So they're ready to, to get some avengeance on that. And, you know, as a Virginia homer, I hope I hope the Hoos beat Maryland. Hmm. Uh, You can't say this, but I can. Uh, Dan, I mentioned earlier, I, I just have a smile on my face every time an ACC team beats somebody from the Ivy League. Uh, I got nothing against the Ivy League, but I, I thought the committee did a lousy job. Got to be honest with you. The fact that Notre Dame's not in this tournament is criminal. It's criminal. Uh, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. But I know it, we move on, down the road we go. But uh, this is a ridiculously tough test for Virginia. I mean, Maryland, uh, would you say Maryland in the men's side? is the equivalent of North Carolina on the women's side with this tournament. doesn't guarantee a win, but the championship kind of feels like it goes through them. Yes, uh, absolutely. Maryland dominated Virginia in the regular season, and so um, I would say that Maryland is the favorite on the men's side to win. Hmm. All right. There we go. I noticed Dana was very – very succinct. That's that. right. She was yeah. not going to jump on. She got all the gear. She doesn't. She it doesn't need to expand. A bit. She doesn't need to expand on answers. She got all the gear. No, I get that. No, but but you know you don't want to be overly critical. I can be because they don't know who I am, which is fine. But I, I just thought the committee. 
did not do their job. Yeah, but Dana's from New Hampshire, and you're talking about Dartmouth and all these other places up here. you got to be careful. Well, I mean, I get that. I would like to see the committee adopt for lacrosse something like college football where, you know, it's the body of work and wins against quality opponents. I think if they take some of that, it might be better on both sides. I know I have critiques for both men's and women's brackets. All right, I'm going to ask you this, though, and we'll we'll at least think about this. It was interesting to listen to the chairwoman of the men's tournament talk about the way they came to the field. She never really gave me any specifics. The men, the man who chaired the women's tournament was able to give me next four out, four after mm-hmm. that, last four in, all sorts. Very basketballish, if you will. Is yeah. it possible that these two committees went about their field and bracket in very different ways, Dana? I think it's possible. I mean, you have two different people deciding the fate of, you know, the postseason, you know, for the women's side. I was surprised that Arizona State didn't get in. I was surprised that Rutgers didn't get a better side of the bracket um, after beating Northwestern pretty handily. And, you know, it's it's different people in the room. It's similar to the college football playoff committee. I was an intern when uh, during the first championship in North Texas. So I had a chance to listen to some of the greatest minds and, you know, everybody watches a game from a different lens, whether you're a coach, whether you're an administrator, whether you're a former player. So, you know, it's very possible that both, you know, committees have a different view or lens to which they watch the game. And some may pay closer attention at the beginning of the season. Some may pay closer attention to the end of the season. Some may look at the body of work. So you have a lot of different people in the room. And and I wish, you know, it was a little bit more concise and they could share, you know, exactly you know how they came to some of these decisions not that we really deserve that answer but you know as an analyst i would be interested in that well i I think folks who follow the sport (laughs) certainly deserve an answer i mean you know if you don't care then it's fine you don't have to tell anybody but i mean there's a lot this sport is taken off yeah and you know when kevin corgan uh sat there i'm sure and saw the the field his jaw had to hit the ground going excuse me i mean no disrespect Whatever uh, analytics you want to come up with, especially a team like again, I get Ohio State getting the nod. They beat Harvard. Yes. They beat Notre Dame. Tip of the hat. That's a tiebreaker to me as a, as a novice. But yeah, when you start going down the numbers of strength of schedule and RPI and all that stuff, you go, how did Harvard get in here again? I, I'm right. missing something. And and I don't think the committee did a very good job explaining it, quite frankly. And so I do think folks want an answer to that and i hate the fact that notre dame's not it doesn't mean that they they could have gotten knocked out in the first game that's why we keep score right. but for them not to be in the tournament I, I thought was a real injustice i i just didn't buy it i just don't think it makes sense for only one acc team on the men's side to get in like yes right. maybe the acc for the men's side wasn't as strong as it has been in years but only one Right. that's hard for me to digest by the way uh when this interview ends which will be very shortly we won't pain you anymore uh do you go out in public with your packer and durham gear or, or is that like hey this is immediate change you know maybe we send this to goodwill i don't know what we do with it uh, that's a fair question so, that is a very fair question is she willing to represent the brand yeah i'm just yeah. kind of curious absolutely i've already worn this it's actually been washed once so i already wore it to work out one time so this is the second wear can, on TV. Can can you show me the, the logos again? Because I want to make sure it's not like the yeah. mug and the consonants fall oh, that, off no, after washing. No, that's a real deal. That logo shows. Oh, yeah. Legit. That's good. Legit. That looks good. After a wash, Quality too. Is soft, do you think breathable. you could 
Do you think you could get down to your favorite uh, bagel store? Maybe they give you a little two-for-one special with the Packer and Durham merch. Is that, is that possible? I'll say I know, I know Packer and Durham. Maybe they'll give me a freebie. I'm not a student athlete. Well, I guess you can get free right. food now. So you get whatever you want now. Good point. Name, image, likeness. Hey, game changer. Dana. Dana Packer and Mrs. P coming to Charlottesville yeah. this summer. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, you know, give them the tour there. Put them in the right spots. Give you the tour de Charlottesville. I'll give you. I got a list. I got a word document of um, all the great restaurants. But Excellent. I will appreciate your take on photos. All so right. you do have to stop. Done deal. Uh, I think oh, you'll be eating bread by then. Uh, well, I'm, I haven't had any bread. Uh, this year, but that is going oh, to change. You're missing out. No, I'm not. I I will have bread and red wine and sweets as soon as uh, my size 15s hit Italian soil there this we go. weekend. Yeah, it's a big week for the Pac-Man, right. Dana. It's a big week for the Pac-Man. Clearly. Yeah. All right. See you soon. Safe travels. Okay. Thanks. Have a good one, guys. All right, Dana Boyle, fabulous as always. Right. She is a uh, two appearances away from, from the a mug, mug. Oh, that's number now, eight for dana now wait when you're gone for two weeks do those appearances count yes it's okay. packer, unless they change the name of the show no, no which we're not changing very, the name of the which, show which could very well, well happen, happen overnight yeah well, not really but uh you sure no, about that no i can't do that overnight welcome to Whatever. liquid pleasure <laughs> wait a second now live from the turnip show. uh when we come back um a quick check of golf regionals. Oh, yeah. It which, starts today uh, for the men. Yeah, it does. And our friend Debbie Antonelli did a heck of a job. Sure did. Heck awesome. of a job. We will come back, chronicle the golf, and uh, tell you about Debbie knocking free throws down all night long. Next on Packer and Durham. The Packer and Durham Podcast. This is the Packer and Durham Podcast. Hey, don't forget, ACC All Access comes your way Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, right here on ACC Network. Plenty to pull from. You'll get an inside look with Lonnie Almeida and the Florida State softball team, Pitts women's lacrosse, and Duke track and field. It's what All Access is, unprecedented access into the lives of student-athletes, coaches, staff, parents, and fans. 7 o'clock Eastern, Wednesday night on ACC Network, streaming live on the ESPN app. I like that show. Very good. They do a good job. They do an excellent job. Mm -hmm. And uh, had a chance to talk to some of the folks involved in those productions uh, when we were at Amelia Island, and they've got some really, really exciting stuff coming. Like It's going to be good. Um, The men's NCAA golf regionals, begin today at a variety of sites around the country. These are 54-hole events. Uh, stroke play. Yes, yeah, stroke play. PGA National. <laughs> Tough spot there. Number three, Notre Dame. Number four, Ohio State. The seed's in that bracket. The Jimmy Austin Oklahoma Golf Club at Norman has Louisville as the sixth seed. The uh, Scarlet Course at the Ohio State Golf Club. Beautiful. Yes, I mean, it I, is. I have played it. It is fantastic. Number two. Old school. Second seed is Georgia Tech. Four seed is Clemson. And the seventh seed is Duke. In New Haven, where Andrew Brooks has also kind of uh, put a peg in the ground at the Yale Golf Course Pack. Fantastic old school track. North Carolina's the top seed. NC State's the two. Wake is the three. And Virginia is the 10 in the NCAA Golf Regionals. 
There you have it. Ten ACC teams in action. Again, all these regionals, they take the top five and an individual. Let me let me backtrack here. Um, we had a misprint there. Wake is the three. NC State is the five. Get that right. Yeah. They'll get on you for that. Yeah, I got that right. Sorry. Especially Wake and State. Yeah. Um, so congratulations to those folks. And good luck. All right. Early word this morning. And thanks so much to Debbie Antonelli for telling us. Um, they're going to go over $200,000 so for Special Olympics of South Carolina. Nothing but net. Debbie shot 94.5% for 24 hours. She shot 97% in the last 12 hours. She missed 36 of 1,236 free throws in the last 12 hours. I know she went uh, perfect 100 for 100 right after Robin Roberts was on. 4 a.m. She went, she hit 100 straight. Yeah. I saw it. Watched Unbelievable. It. I mean, I couldn't sleep very well, so I was watching it. Yeah. It's crazy, right? She has done an incredible job raising money across the Southeast and really across the country. I just like the fact it's in her front yard. I, mm-hmm. I just think, to me, all those grassroots efforts yep. to, to generate any kind of dollars and the response has been great and the amount of people that jump on board, neighborhoods around her. Yep. Uh, again, we always kid around about the weather. She's yeah. got to worry about what, you know. I mean, you're it's on your court, man. You mm-hmm. don't ever know what's going to do down there in the low country, but yeah. she's great, and it's an awesome event. Raises a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Over 200000 incredible. Yep. Awesome job. Uh, 24 uh, Hours MBN is the website. Nothing but net. Yep, and uh, it's our pleasure to participate in just a small well, fraction. We don't do anything. Yeah, just to be asked to be a part of it. We're, in fact, we're told treat. to stay away. <laughs> Is actually how it works. Unless we want to come rebound. Rebound, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah, we could do you that. You have to do much when Debbie's shooting because you yeah. just stand right underneath the rim like, damn, here, chest pass, yeah. Hey, uh, by the way. I was shooting, you'd be running all over. you get your 10,000 steps in retrieving the ball. We uh, we had Kaylee Harding of, uh, of Florida State join us, MVP of the ACC softball tournament. Uh, Vivi Van Ingen, she'll be back. The Coxman of the Virginia Rowing Team. Yeah, she was, was terrific. Good. Yep, she was terrific. Appreciate her, Dana Boyle, and more. Uh, another show tomorrow, kids. We'll see you at 7 a.m. Packer and Durham in May. Stretch drive to Italy for the big man over here. See you in the morning. Tune into Packer and Durham weekday mornings from 7 to 10 Eastern for the best conversations about everything from the ACC. Find it on the ACC Network, Sirius XM Channel 371, and streaming on the ESPN app.